Welcome to the Golden Gossip Podcast, where together we navigate the golden and not-so-golden moments of life, entrepreneurship, and good old-fashioned girl talk. I'm Jacqueline. And I'm Sabrina, and we are both so excited you're here. So sit back, relax, and let's get into the Golden Gossip. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Golden Gossip Podcast. Woo-woo! Okay, we are here, and we are so excited because... This episode is an educational episode. Woo! Educational girly. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> um, yes, get excited because today we're going to be talking about something that's really interesting to me is blue zones. Yeah. No, I'm very excited. Sabrina's been talking about this for the last few months, it seems. I've wanted to do it for forever. Yeah. And I have no clue. So I, like you guys possibly are hearing and learning about blue zones for the first time so I'm very excited about it yeah but before we start before we get into it we obviously have to start with our golden moments um I can start first okay um so slow season during photography is usually in the winter time and so we're in the thick of it right now so it's when people don't usually like book as much because it's so cold outside and also I get stressed driving in snow, so I don't really like to book. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, it's just a lot of extra time that I have. So I'm getting a job. Woo! And I had my, th- I have my third interview actually tomorrow. Wow! My second interview was today. Oh no no yesterday. yesterday, and I have another one tomorrow in person. Do you feel pretty good about it? Yeah, That's I good. feel pretty good about it. But yeah, we'll see. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I hope I'm you really get excited. It. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so exciting. Um, all right. My, sorry. Was there any more things you wanted to add with that? No. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So my golden moment kind of goes along with yours in the sense of having like more free time since it isn't busy right now. Mm -hmm. It is slow season. And that is kind of just my golden moment is I've had so much more free time where I'm like kind of (laughs) bored, which is weird. Cause yeah. If you kind of remember back to my intentions when we were doing our intention episode, that was my thing is to just like allow more free time to like just literally do nothing. And I've never really experienced that until like now it seems. And so it's kind of nice just to like literally do nothing or do whatever the heck I want in a sense. Yeah. Um, So like we've kind of touched on this, but I've been reading, which is really nice. I feel like I've been like just like doing different little hobbies or just like working on my website, like different things that are just so fun and exciting right now. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just been nice to like be chill, I guess. It's just kind of sad that it can't be like that year round it seems, but I I do enjoy this time. Like time to just focus on the hobbies that you really like. It's really nice. It's like a fresh reset for sure. I love that. Yeah. I feel like the new year's, I feel like it, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions or whatever, which mm-hmm. is like, okay, fair. But you can't deny that you get more excited. Oh, yeah. You know? A oh, yeah. New Year, it's like a fresh it's start. It's a fresh start. I feel and so good. And I think good. there's nothing wrong with it's thinking like a, that. Exactly. I feel like, if anything, it's better. Like, it just yeah. kind of, you could obviously restart or start whenever yeah. you want, but like, it just feels like a new season of life yeah. with a new year because it literally is a new year. Yeah. So. Like, I feel like, I mean, it's literally, I've done this maybe like three days so far, Mm -hmm. but one thing that I wanted to do was really focus on, we were just talking about our vision boards for Mm -hmm. this year. And I just wanted to do more like visualization practices with it. I love that. Like take time to kind of like meditate in the morning and like set a timer for 10 minutes and just like look at my board and just be thinking about like 
just, I mean, what I want and what I want my future to look like. And so, and I feel like it makes me act differently because of that. Like it may, when you think about something often enough, you act differently. And I think that's part of the power in it, I guess. I love that. That's incredible. No, I, I love a good old vision board. Oh yeah. I think they help so much. Well, yours is so cute. Thank you. Well, and I think it's really nice because at least for mine, I put mine yeah. as my lock screen. It's so cute. On my phone. So I see it. And yours is kind of the same thing on your laptop. Yeah. So I see it every time I go on my phone, which is 24 <laughs> seven. So yeah. Yeah. I'm constantly looking at it and it's a constant reminder. So yeah. I love and it. if you guys are wondering how we made ours, well, I made mine as Canva. Did mm-hmm. you make yours in Canva? I made mine actually on Instagram. Oh, like Stories. on a story thing and yes. saved it. <gasps> that's so, so I just smart. like took all the pictures from Pinterest. Yeah. Pulled them over. Oh, readjusted that's way them. Easy. You could cut like the stickers out of pictures nowadays. And that's great. It was perfect. Well, if you want a lock screen, then that's perfect. Yeah. If you want a wallpaper for your laptop for Canva. a mood board, use Canva. It's free. So, so easy to nice. use. I love Canva. Yeah, awesome. that's cool. Okay. Well, we have a really exciting episode. I cannot wait to learn all about blue zones. Yeah. And so we have profession, Professor Serena. <laughs> yeah, I I watched a docuseries on Netflix. And so now I am Qualified. a, yeah, a I'm an expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will now be <laughs> be called Dr. Sabrina. Dr. Sabrina. PhD. <laughs> MD. <laughs> Actually, it. I don't even I'm know. No cool. All right. <laughs> She's <laughs> going to tell us all after about it. So my name, okay? Let's maybe start with the most obvious question. Um, what are blue zones? Okay. So, according to Google, blue zones are areas of the world where people live the longest lives, consistently reaching age 100. In contrast, the average life expectancy in the U.S. is currently 77 years, according to the CDC. Um, and according to like this one person, his team identified five blue zones in the world where people are consistently reaching that age 100. of 100. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Which is so crazy. I, I mean, just thinking about living to a hundred and knowing in the U S what a hundred looks like typically, mm-hmm. it's like these people whose bodies are breaking down, mm-hmm. you know, like honestly for me in the past, I was like, if I die at like mid seventies, I'm okay with that, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. let me go when I'm still, like, able to wipe my own butt, <laughs> you know what I'm no, saying? No, I agree. I don't want to be at the point where I'm bedridden, basically, and no. I can't do anything for myself. So. Yeah, that's no no way to live. No, exactly. But the cool part about these blue zones, um, from what I was learning about in the docuseries, is so many of these, they call them centurions, because they live for, you know, a century. And these people who are reaching that age, they're still so vital. Mm. Like their vitality rate is like so exceptional. They're still active. They're moving. There's so much less like heart disease. It's like crazy. So it's not just that they're living so long. They're living long and they're living well. That's incredible. Into old age. That's in- yeah. What's, what an interesting concept. And I'm sure you're going to touch more on this as you go. But yeah. like like how where when how like what is i don't get it so let's let's do yeah. dive let's okay so the docuseries <laughs> i like basically watched the docuseries so none of us have to but you still should watch it you guys because it's really really interesting mm-hmm. um it's like a four-part series and i took lots of notes on most of it um and so to fill in the gaps you just got to watch the series honestly 
but he starts out with you know why does it matter why do we why should we learn more about this and he shares that two-thirds of people worldwide out of eight billion will die prematurely from an avoidable disease Mm. and even now longevity is dropping for the first time in so long like our life expectancy is getting shorter and shorter and shorter that is so interesting which is crazy because in caveman times our life expectancy used to be so short Mm -hmm. but now it's like with modern medicine it got longer so that's Mm -hmm. great but now it's getting shorter again so interesting i wonder why yeah that's interesting like it's not that we're afraid that we're gonna get eaten by a bear or you know like we're gonna freeze to death outside like we're not out in the elements like pioneers or whatever it's it's something different and so his series was like basically okay how do we solve this it's not by his quote is it's not by trying to prevent death it's by learning how to live interesting so let's kind of go on what country has the highest longevity in the world in the blue zones okay so it's okinawa japan, japan. love it have you did you go there on I your didn't trip go to, i know okay. i was in tokyo and yeah i was near okinawa but okay. i didn't go so it has the highest longevity in the world um correct me if i'm wrong it's an island japan yes like yes. okinawa mm-hmm. okay is it like a separate island from japan i should have looked this up before i literally know nothing about geography it is an island okay you I are smart it. yeah no it's an island off of um the big island of okay like, where so Tokyo it's and it's separate are. from the rest of japan mm-hmm. and heart disease there dementia and other you know diseases like that are far far like less than normal like even on japan women especially live much longer and there's a scene in the series where like they video this old lady named yumto san i probably said that so wrong I'm, i apologize um and it's this woman who's 101 years old and she's playing a game that's kind of like horseshoe with her family she's just playing with it like walking around like you know doing her thing and she's just still having fun and this guy interviews Umero-san and he asks okay what's your secret and he'll ask that a lot to like a lot of the people in this documentary but she says that it's important to always have fun don't get angry have fun with everyone make everyone happy be easygoing forgive quickly don't let things upset you and she believes that laughter brings longevity like ultimately that's so cool and you know like people say all the time like stress kills so yeah the opposite of stress is like non-stress and usually that means you're happy and stuff so just being unbothered literally unbothered queens she umeto-san you unbothered queen unbothered queen (laughs) you unbothered centurion queen love it um but i just loved it because it, it just felt like like she was just focusing on what was really important in life. I love that. Yeah. You know, she was spending time with her family. She was just trying to have fun. Like, don't let little things bother you as much, which is sometimes easier said than done. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes in my life when I have felt more negative, like it's because I've just gotten into these habits where I like, like, what is it? Like just pick at like little things and just get annoyed by little things. And I haven't always been that way. Mm-hmm. Like I used to be much more unbothered and I, I won't, I'm trying to get back to that kind of, because it's just like, there's just things that are out of your control that you yeah. can't, you know, you can't do anything about. 
No, I agree. I I relate to you on that comment. Yeah. Um, you know, during our husband's episode, Ian, not to toot my own horn, but <laughs> Ian said he was like said about me what that I was one of like the sweetest people he ever met, which, which is true. That's so sweet, and thank you. Which is so true, um, and you should always share that with people. But <laughs> countering that. I don't feel like I'm the sweetest person. I feel like I, at least in the recent years, have, like, fallen... Like, I feel like I used to be very, like, drama-free. And I, yeah. me specifically drama-free, yeah. I, I am, but I feed into gossip a lot. Like, I love gossiping. So much. And sometimes so not much. the good kind. Exactly. And I that's the like. thing. Like, I'm... Because I hear something, I'm For like, me. oh, did you hear this? Like, but I'm not, like, you know, it's more so between Ian and I, but even yeah. that, I'm like... Yeah. That's like, why not am nice. I focusing like, on... Like, why am I talking about that? Like... Right. So Why I am I being like, so like judgmental or, exactly, you know, yeah, it's just weird. Like how just little things in life change and like stresses and yeah. stuff. And that changes who you are. Cause like yeah. down to my core, I don't think I'm that person, but it's just like over time, yeah. like it's just I've easy gotten lax, I guess. I wonder if technology has anything to do with it I too. hundred percent think so. Because I feel like I go on TikTok and it's a whole bunch of like hot takes, mm-hmm. like quote unquote, mm-hmm. like hot takes from people where, you know, you've got like this crazy you know hot take and Mm -hmm. it gets people talking and it's interesting and it's fun to like and it's enjoyable to see and witness like the drama Mm -hmm. but and that's all social media is is literally drama about other people's lives and we all feed into it 100 percent. like i'm 100 percent guilty i know it's entertainment it It is entertainment yeah Uh, you guys are probably listening to us on this podcast we literally just did an episode about pop culture and talked about drama <laughs> like it's just it's entertainment but it yeah. is kind of like over time like, yeah just everything just yeah mm. like I feel like technology and social media specifically to a point is really really awesome mm-hmm. because it helps us connect with people that we otherwise wouldn't have connected with oh, 100%. and it helps us create groups of people who we can relate to that we wouldn't have met otherwise which is so helpful for us to feel understood to feel a sense of belonging but it's just sometimes it can get over that line of like okay is this really useful information to me as a person is this helping me become better yeah no you know? I, I agree 100 percent. okay back to the blue zones documentary though in okinawa one of the things that makes it he thinks a lot of okay let me like preface this with these are all things that he's just noticed about each area. Um, not one thing, I think, like contributes to having a long, happy life. I think it's all kind of a combination. But one of the things is food. And in Okinawa, they believe really strongly in like this medicinal medicinal food. <laughs> Said that so wrong at first. No. Um, so they say that warmer climate places like in Japan seem to have more people over 100 years old. So when it's warmer, they're older. And maybe it has to do with the fact that warmer clients have more growing seasons. They might have access to more fresh food that way, like more vitamins. Mm -hmm. Because if, I mean, don't quote me on this, but from what I've heard, like if you like harvest a vegetable, like right when you harvest it, right when you pluck it off of the vine or Mm -hmm. whatever, that's like the highest amount of vitamins that it will have, like when it's fresh. So if you're getting all these like fresh fruits, like fresh, fresh fruits, things that aren't imported, yeah. like things that are grown there, mm-hmm. like that's like the high maximum vitamins yeah. for your body. Well, and so that's so good. And it's interesting. I mean, I visited Japan recently and I wasn't yeah. in Okinawa, but yeah. just in all the places I I'm sure it's in, similar. Yeah. Everyone's in shape. Everyone's yeah. like healthy. The food they eat is like, yeah, 
it's just fresh in in a sense like it's mm-hmm. very fresh and clean and like not yeah. pros- like you know america like what do yeah. you think of mcdonald's and yeah. an out burger like love it chick-fil-a love yeah. it but you don't like you can't find fast food there yeah. like it's just not like everything's just made organically and in a kitchen and it's just mm-hmm. a very different style and way of eating than we're used to here in america yeah so it's interesting it's so different and it's also i feel like i mean we'll get into this even later but it's your the environment that you're in you know like i feel like america is like you said Mm -hmm. very much more geared towards like the fast food Mm -hmm. quick because you're on the go and you know you're driving around to get to places you're not walking you know yeah it's just different and to that point (laughs) once again in japan they you're it's like not illegal but like it's looked down upon if you walk and eat you can't be on the go yeah you are supposed to get your food stand there and eat it take time and sit down Mm. or stand there and eat it and then you Mm. can walk like you can't just like you get an ice cream you can't walk and eat your ice cream you're supposed to stand there eat your whole ice cream at the shop and then walk they don't yeah it's just very interesting so yeah it slows you down in that sense i kind of like that i kind of like it too Hmm. like i feel like at one point of my life maybe it would have been kind of annoying but i just i feel like now maybe this year especially like i just crave like that slowing down Mm, i love that that's cool okay um specifically in okinawa there's this purple sweet potato called benny emo (laughs) again like please forgive me if i'm like pronouncing these wrong um it's a sweet potato that is typhoon proof and they're a big source of calories there like that's just a specific random like fact but when you say typhoon like like a storm yes yes because it's buried in the ground it's not gonna you know get ripped away ripped out of the earth that's really cool yeah and other foods recommended by a local for longevity is mulberry leaves for sore throats squid ink soup for detox yeah asa seaweed releases heat from the body goya lowers blood sugar which also might explain lower rates of diabetes there and then people there also eat lots of tofu which is soybean curds um sounds gross when you say it like that but i mean it is what it is and apparently it's supposed to lower cholesterol so it lowers heart disease and may also slow the progression of cancer and i mean bottom line um this reporter he says that it's the range of foods that might be lengthening the lives in Okinawa, the range of like fresh, healthy foods. And so he contrasted that with some like food, like calorie density in America. Mm-hmm. So the FDS recommends consuming 2000 calories per day. In reality, America, Americans consume 3600 calories wow. per day. So that's like Huge a... Jump huge jump like $1,600 over over calories yeah, over calories yeah wow. so what that might be because is like portion sizers have gotten bigger the mm-hmm. contents in the food make you want to eat more mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure okay like have you it does MSG make you want to eat more is that something that I, I feel like I've heard I've of heard that of MSG I don't I, I can't I don't know what that exactly okay. is. But I'm just, like, pulling stuff out of my butt, But, like, guys. sugar <laughs> and, like, things like that. Like, yeah. You know, like. It's that sugar high that you're chasing. You we all know my shirt, my jacket, my, what am I wearing? My sweatshirt literally says sugar is my love language. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's like, also kind of like a cultural thing uh-huh. here, too. 
I mean, just thinking about Utah. Oh, yeah. We're a sugar beehive, literally. (laughs) We're literally a sugar beehive. Because, I mean, I think for a lot of people, it's just kind of a joke that, like, I mean, there's a lot of people who are LDS or Mormon here. Mm -hmm. And Mormons, in general, don't drink coffee. They don't drink, usually. And so I feel like... Sometimes we've just like replaced that with like other things like soda and yeah, other soda, sugars. cupcakes, yes. cookies, whatever, whatever love. crap we can put in our bodies. Yeah, love. love <laughs> and so it's just like it's just a cultural thing here mm-hmm. too. Like people go buy swig or yeah. fizz or so delicious or whatever. They're on every corner. They're on every corner, and very it's a accessible. huge money making yeah. thing. It's very Crazy. accessible and very cheap usually too, mm-hmm. <laughs> except for today <laughs> when i got my drink with <laughs> i freaking got a fizz drink that was it's a 32 ounce um so perfect for today's episode but <laughs> like i'm drinking soda as the american that i am yeah i'm eating goldfish processed <laughs> food right now what do you mean that's real cheese <laughs> um but yeah interesting so yeah. portion sizes have gotten bigger the contents make you want to eat more and you'll take in more calories and you won't even realize it so it's just like mindless eating mm. like for me i'm very guilty of this because i mean when you're editing or like when yeah. i'm just sitting or whatever i'll just like eat just a whole snack, bag of popcorn yeah. whenever or like i'll just eat crackers or you know mm-hmm. and just not even think about it no I, you exactly know? i i well and it here's also another thing i don't know if this contributes to anything but like yeah eating at like late hours like i've heard that you're not supposed yeah. to eat like past a certain time i don't know what why is that? i don't Do you know digestion maybe but oh yeah i'm like mm. craving a midnight snack at like tw- yeah. midnight and then i'm like oh what can i eat oh cookie sure cookie dough sure <laughs> like literally and it's just like it's like what the worst happening? thing <laughs> i mean tastes good in the moment but that's so funny so funny um yeah but in okinawa i think oh actually in japan in general they have this thing called Harahachibu, which is this practice where you stop eating when you're eighty percent full. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Because I mean, from what I've gleaned, like some food just hasn't reached your stomach yet. And so if you stop eating when you think you're eighty percent full, you'll probably be completely full, honestly. Mm-hmm. Something um by the time all the food reaches your stomach. I love that. Something recently that we have been doing um for christmas i got in a yakiniku barbecue set Mm. which is essentially like korean barbecue but japanese style and so we did it a lot in japan and the great thing about that is it slows you down because you have to cook the meat in front of you yeah and it's like smaller portions and so not only is Mm. it like more of like a family setting meal where you're sitting there you're cooking you're talking Mm -hmm. we sit there for like an hour and a half yeah you know cooking this food but we get full and we only eat like between four people, like one chicken breast and one steak. Hmm. And that fills us up enough because we're slowly eating because you cook yeah. little bites at a yeah. time. You eat your oh. bite, take a bite of your rice. I never thought about that when mm-hmm. you're at places like that. Yeah. It really forces you to like slow down. Yeah. And like you get fuller fast by eating slower, Ooh. which I love. So, you know what we should do? We should go to hot pot together. That would be fun. Have you ever been? I haven't been, but it's like, it's like where the soup. Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you cook your meat and stuff. Yeah, that's a huge thing in I Japan I love also. stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's so cool. Like, such an experience. Mm-hmm. And some people I make fun it. of it because it's like, okay, you're paying to, like, make, make your cook your own food. It's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. It's, it's so worth it. I love like, that stuff. It's so cool. Another thing. Okay. A Japanese man that he interviewed, he said that humans cannot just walk. They need to have speed. Hmm. 
And so balance is a huge thing that they think contributes to longevity. Like having, I mean, one of the top 10 reasons he said that old people die in America is because they fall down. Wow. Like literally just because they fall. Oh, and that's so true. I've never actually thought about it, but yeah. how many times do you hear like, oh, that old person fell down Oh, the they fell down. They yes. damaged multiple this, times. Now, they break their hip. And then they're know, in whatever. a nursing home. And once you're in a nursing home, you know you only have a year to live pretty yeah. much. So that's like the statistics. Yeah. So that's crazy. Which is, I mean, it's chilling to think of that. That is so chilling. Because it's like, okay, there's all these people who aren't moving around as much. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, America in general, it's like very more catered to a sedentary lifestyle because there's not as many walkable communities and when you're working like you're sitting at a desk sometimes that's why you gotta get the walking pad (laughs) yes that's why everyone got a walking pad except for me i will be sedentary (laughs) (laughs) um there's this thing in japan called a moai which is essentially a committed social circle um who pools money and helps each other in times of hardship so on the surface, it's a financial agreement, but they all end up socializing and it's super important for longevity. And he goes on to kind of make the point that in the U.S. we kind of have a loneliness epidemic. In America, he says that loneliness can cost 15 years of life expectancy. Wow. That's yeah. huge. That's a huge thing. Yeah. That's, you know, something I do love about the LDS church is I feel like they do really well with like planning activities and Mm. like stuff like social events oh yeah it's Um, like a way to yeah connect with people whereas like I feel like I don't hear like growing up when my in like high school I remember my friends like oh where you going I'm like oh I'm going to this like Christmas party and they're like whose Christmas party you know (laughs) I'm like oh my churches you know so it's just like I feel like the church does really well with social events and I do agree that like socializing is so important like oh yeah you get so lonely so depressed if you're isolating and by yourself like that's just not necessarily good for your mental health so yeah. I think it's important to socialize and it's so easy to to, to not. fall into those patterns yeah <laughs> yeah no, just me I'm <laughs> you know? there all the time yeah I mean I think everyone has kind mm-hmm. of experienced this with like the last few years with COVID oh like, yeah that was the so loneliness mm-hmm. that increased because you had to stay by yourself mm-hmm. or you know you had to stay within like a very very small circle of people mm-hmm. like I feel like after that, it was just kind of easy to not like hang yeah. out with people. Like I'm really trying this year to like reach out more and like create more spaces mm-hmm. where people can get together. I love that because it's just like you just get out of the habit, well, and then you're just sad. I know, <laughs> but and I truly like, for example, your Christmas party you threw in December. Oh yeah, I felt so happy there. Like, yes, I just felt yes. so much joy, and I I felt yeah. like it was like overly I was overjoyed and I haven't felt that much joy in a while Uh so it was just like kind of exciting to like do something and socialize and be around people and talk to them and like we're hungry for that yes we're so hungry for that especially I think with our jobs like where Mm -hmm. we don't really talk to people (laughs) during the day sometimes no exactly we're just editing or whatever a hundred percent we we've kind of talked about this before but we really should create like monthly meetups with group like just girls just like girls like anyone and everyone whoever's listening we could like start a facebook group yeah and we do like a monthly meetup and we could all like meet up at a park and like just making friends and like make friends and socialize or all meet up and go to like a dinner or something Mm -hmm. i just feel like as scary as it is because trust me like meeting up with strangers is terrifying but well we can make a little moai 
like in Japan. Yeah, like we can life. make a little, you've got to have a committed social circle. And it was so cute in the documentary because it was just like these people who kind of lived around each other. They could walk to their house, you know, like it was just like, you know, they're walking buddies or like they're helping each other out. It was just a support system that they knew that they could count on. Like, and also, I mean, it just so happened that they became friends. Um, so that was huge. But yeah, I agree. I think all in favor for MOI say aye. let's do MOI okay <laughs> let's do it that's something also that I am excited about in getting like a job mm-hmm. like a where I have more coworkers that Love I it. have to see every day like I think you know we get together and edit some days but for the most part it's not mm-hmm. it's a solo job being mm-hmm. a wedding photographer 100%. and so I'm excited to have that experience again I love so. it and I agree with that I uh I started my job working at the little bakery a year, like a year ago in December mm. or like November. Yeah. Um, and you know, my original plan, oh, I'll just do it during the se- like off season, but I stayed because I loved yeah. and missed the socializing aspect so much. Like, yeah. It just like lifts me up and it's just so fun to talk yeah. to people outside my husband. Cause that's all I would talk to is like yeah. Ian, which I love Ian. So it's great, but like, it's good to also talk to other people and like, yeah that community so yeah in my job interview yesterday um I'm really excited because it seems like a really like tight-knit like That's bunch of coworkers. Kind of job, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but one of the questions they I mean they asked such good questions they asked about okay what brings you joy you know what do you do on weekends That's incredible you know and then another one was like okay what work environments do you thrive in hmm. and my answer was like okay when I like my coworkers, I can get through anything. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. truly. Truly anything. It's truly a game anything. changer. Like the worst situation you can get through. If you have people that you can kind of like, that can count on, get you out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I love that. I think that's something that everybody needs. And if you don't have that type of job where you can lean on your coworkers, you need to find that some somewhere else whether it be like a workout group you know you take a class and you just get to know the people in your class and you can kind of count on them or you know you can create spaces I mean even if you aren't part of a church specifically like there's there's just there's got to be more you know ways I see like Facebook pages specifically I know in Utah I've seen a few where it's like monthly meetups like Mm. girls monthly meetups and someone like will host like a thing at their house and they'll all like come over and I'm like I've thought about going to a few before but then I get, get, scared. I get scared I'm like eh, I don't know anyway yeah. but it is like there there is stuff out there and as scary as it is to put yourself out there like mm-hmm. it is so rewarding yeah in so many ways there's this quote that will end this section on Japan in um but it's a quote from a woman who's talking to her children it's her advice to her children and her grandchildren after she endured trauma like severe trauma in a war in the war in Okinawa She said, no matter what, no matter how poor you are, you can survive. Endure everything. And it's just... It's beautiful. uh, It's just, like, speaks to the level of, like, what's the word? When you can just get through anything, like, that determination, Mm -hmm. that, like, resilience is something that also, like, I mean, you, you forget about Okinawa. I mean, it went through, it's gone through so much, but it's also now a blue zone which you know crazy. Yeah. No, that's which amazing. is so crazy and one of the concepts that the documentary talks about is called ikigai it's a japanese concept that 
combines the terms icky, meaning alive or life, and guy, meaning benefit or worth. So life benefit or a, like life worth. When combined, these terms mean that which gives your life worth, meaning or purpose. The Okinawans have no word for retirement. They have a constant sense of purpose. They keep their mind and body moving. That's incredible. Yeah. I love that. And Crazy. like, I feel like it's so opposite here in America. I know. Like you're like, oh, I cannot wait to retire and just be done. And you're like, just kind of waiting nothing. for that. Yeah. That's like what people base their whole lives off. Well, of. it's like your one of your mantras on your mood board. Mm-hmm. What was, what did it say again? Stop waiting for everything to be perfect, to be happy. I just love that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's so easy to get caught up in that because I don't know if it's just our culture in America or what, but Mm -hmm. like it's so easy to just get into this cycle of like, it's called hedonic adaptation where you think that you're going to get so much happiness from getting this one thing like, okay, I'll be happy when I can buy a car. And then you get that car and you're happy for a little bit, but then you still go back down to your basal happiness level. Yeah. And so there's always going to be something else, Mm -hmm. you know? So are you just going to live your life in a waiting game? Yeah. It's crazy that our (sighs) minds like think like that like yeah. and I, it's not healthy and they say there's yeah. been a decline in yeah age and stuff social media could be frying our brains not <laughs> yeah. gonna lie just you know what we didn't talk about this in the last episode we probably should have though oh gosh, in what? the pop culture episode we didn't talk about sephora kids oh that is a big thing <laughs> and that's related to this though because mm-hmm. like there's all these 10 year olds if you haven't seen the drama on mm-hmm. tiktok or anything right there's like 10 year olds running rampant in sephora like pulling things off shelves like grabbing like all of these products filling their baskets full and like buying like like a retinol copious amounts yes. of products that they don't need yeah like skincare products that are like like very tiktok hype yes products like, what things is they've seen online that they see and they're like okay i need that because they're using that you know yeah did you see the uh, um kind of with that? Did you see like the posts that said like the ten year olds are doing that, yeah. but like girls who are in their like twenties, thirties are now wearing bows in their hair. Yeah. Like, they're kind of going back oh. more to their inner child. Yeah. While that age group of the ten year olds is trying to like be someone older. Yeah. And it's interesting how we're like kind of switching places in that what sense. The heck? Yeah, like we're rediscovering like our yes. girlhood. And they're, and they're trying, trying to trying to be older. Be older. Which makes me really sad. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me wonder what they're going to grow up like. That's so interesting. Because when you were 10, what were you doing? Do you I know what I'm saying? I was on my scooter outside playing <laughs> house, you know? I know. I was literally just like trying to keep my Tamagotchi alive. Literally. <laughs> my webkins for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just crazy um, yeah, to think that we have gotten into somewhat of a cycle of mm-hmm. like comparing ourselves to others and thinking that it's going to be the secret to happiness when we get something that someone else has. So on to episode two of this docuseries. The next blue zone that we talk about is one in Sardinia, Italy. And this 98-year-old woman said that faith and hope were her secret to longevity, which is just so sweet. Just like that mindset, basically. Um, And I love that. Another one of the predictors of longevity that he found in this spot was the steepness of the village. It was like crazy steep. Like Mm -hmm. in the video, like I was just like looking at like the steepness of like where people lived Mm -hmm. and everything. Like everything's a hill. 
I would cry. I would cry too. I would cry. I do cry, yeah. And I do cry <laughs> thinking about it. I'm like I cry about walking upstairs. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like kidding. literally when we were in Portugal last fall, uh I mean the where were we? We were in Lisbon and there's like quite a bit of hills there and I want I did cry <laughs> yeah I was good. well it's kind of interesting now that I think about it because you know I've traveled to a few different countries and stuff yeah. all of them like have lots of stairs yes lots of like hills yeah I'm sure I've heard like in Paris they only have stairs they don't really do yeah. elevators like yeah you only climb stairs yeah isn't that interesting and then it we're is over interesting here the elevator's broken are you joking <gasps> what am i gonna do <laughs> like being so mad when you have to take the stairs. the stairs yeah well and another thing is i feel like a lot of other countries are built um with pedestrians in mind with like people mm. walking around yes. but america like they started off in like these little communities but like because like things were going so well mm -hmm. in like their industry they were able to build houses more away from like the towns and so they made tons of roads connecting the towns to it and so more people had cars cars were more affordable that was like the american dream and now it's like we're stuck in all of these cities that yeah you can't walk to no you cannot do any walking you can live in but you can't walk around in i was gonna make a comment that was my favorite part of japan was how mm. much walking i did yeah we did on average 20 to thirty thousand steps a day yes which was yeah. incredible like everyone walks everywhere you did that yeah you, people don't have cars just imagine walking. that's your life too i love like, it that's your life i you would be so it. i would be so fit so fit i would feel like unstoppable honestly i look ian and i've seriously considered like somehow like living in japan for a few months like if really? we could make it happen like maybe in a year or two like Dude. we would love to go live there for like three months yeah. and just like exp it's just so different over yeah. you have to get to japan it's just like yeah. incredible um i want to go it's it's the walking is like my truly my favorite part of japan yeah it's just so fun most people just in general spend about half their day sitting down and it increases our risk of diabetes and heart disease which cuts our longevity obviously and so I mean, if you can, skip the elevator and take the stairs whenever you can. Um, Sardinia, this town, is eating a very high-carb diet. Hmm. Simple carbs are good if prepared right. So, for example, if have you ever had minestrone? I love minestrone. I love... Is it's, it called minestrone? That's what I call it. What well, do you call whatever it? Whatever it is. Minestrone. Oh, minestrone. Min oh, I see minestrone. Who knows? You know, either way. It's delicious. That's in our um, dinner plans this week, is minestrone. <laughs> I want to make it again. It's a very common fiber, like a source of fiber for people there. It's made from pasta, beans, and whatever vegetables you have. Mm -hmm. So it's like very versatile. It's just based on whatever's fresh, whatever's there. And it keeps your system in check and your immune system strong. Um, okay, another like point that they made in the documentary is in the usa for every male centenarian was i i think i was calling them centurion but it's centenarian <laughs> that's funny i don't even know I what that know. means okay there are five female centenarians so for every one there's five females one male five females in the u.s but in sardinia the ratio is one to one so there's like one female to one man mm -hmm. so like it's so it's 50, equal. 50. Yeah. So it's the highest concentration of male centenarians in the world. 
because there's less men in the world and like in the u.s for example there's more females that's interesting well there's yeah yeah yeah. like for people who reach 100 there's less like oh okay women have a higher longevity here right yeah but there both gender like yeah both of those are equal like both have the same amount i wonder what that is yeah well, one of the points he made was that men there are traditionally always shepherds. So that includes a lot of walking in yeah. the hills, lots of time with their animals. They take naps during the day. <laughs> they, by happy hour, they're usually back in the village sharing wine with their friends. I love and that. they work, but they're not stressed at work because they're just taking care of their animals. Yeah. Um, and stress, just as a whole, it helps us adapt to the worst case scenario. The moment we get stressed... He said that our glucose spikes, and this is helpful evolutionarily because it's a benefit as long as it's short term. So it helps us to get things done, you know, to run away from the bear or, you know, just random stuff like that. Like it's good. It keeps us alive. But if you're stressed for a very long time, the effects are negative. Constant stress can cause cardiovascular disease and promote illness. Wow. That's going to be me yeah. in a few years, unfortunately. So that's I why know. I'm working on it, like, guys. That's crazy. That's why we're trying to be unbothered this that's, year. That's our goal this year. Oh, yeah. He also made the point that social media brings us all the problems in the whole world. Oh, yeah. So unlike the men in Sardinia, they're, like, just worried about, you know, their animals. Their animals. Like, oh, where did the sheep go? <laughs> yeah. I'll go grab it. Or, like, oh, the sheep is feeling a little sick. We'll mm-hmm. help it, you know. And for us social media brings us every single problem in the world and you can't solve them all Hmm. like that's the thing like but the people in sardinia you can help your sheep stay fed like it's it's something easy it's something that maybe gives you stress but you can easily fix it yeah a fixable problem yeah i love that so men in sardinia experience stress but not chronic stress Wow. So. Well, too bad I can't be a shepherd. I know, right? <laughs> they don't really I'm have like that a position around here. You know, uh, they don't. They, they don't. really don't. We need to just embody our inner shepherd mindset. Yes. We shepherd do. Girlies. Shepherd oh. girlies. <laughs> Let's just move and become shepherdesses. <laughs> shepherdesses. Uh. Live on a farm. <laughs> yes. Take care of cattle. Yes. Honestly, kind of sounds nice. I mean, the simple life. The simple life. I think like this little and life <laughs> this little life um one that of my dreams so <laughs> growing up was to own a bed and breakfast on a farm that's very cute. specific but i thought for sure like when i was younger probably like 12 i was gonna do that i, I would draw like literal plans of my bed and breakfast it'd be on a farm my Aww. cousin was gonna live next door like <laughs> i had it all planned out yeah now i'm like farm life like <laughs> But no, it actually kind of sounds nice as I've gotten older. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Wow. That, that would be so nice. That would be the dream. Just live your little like cottage core girl life. Okay. So this 101 year old woman in Sardinia has never been married. So she lives her life alone, but has always been around lots of family who are willing to take care of her. So for them, community is a really core value there. And all of the elderly are at home being taken care of. So 
when he he says that he saw no nursing homes there at all which adds on two to five years of life oh i believe it yeah and so the wisdom of elders there is very highly valued and so they really like try to take care of them Mm -hmm. like within the family i worked in um an elderly home a nursing home for a second Mm. and it's just so devastating you know like unfortunately they don't treat them right and it's like it's so sad like I was just a student when I was working in this one in California Mm. but like this person this uh gentleman I believe no I think it was a lady she was begging me to stay with her because she was like the nurses like they hurt me and it it was like really serious things and I was like and then I would I did bring it up and they're like oh she always says stuff like that but like the heck it it did but when I saw the nurse with her she was just really rough like not how a human should be treated you know and it's just really devastating and that's why they do have those statistics that Mm. your life expectancy once you're in a nursing home is like one year like and so So they need to like I would love like maybe I should create this but they should create like a nursing home community where like it promotes um uh what is it independency like being Mm -hmm. independent and like a community in a sense where you could like walk around you have pickleball courts like it's all in like a community so they're still like safe they can't like leave the community but i feel like they if they do have that it's probably so expensive that's the thing it's not not accessible accessible. if they do have and i feel like i've probably heard of similar things but like because that would be ideal Mm -hmm. that would be like the the best case scenario oh seriously them being at home and being able to receive care at home but some home like some people don't have the resources for that so that's hard yeah it's tough okay so that's it for sardinia for sardines sardinia italy sardines okay so this next one is kind of crazy because i just would not have expected a blue zone in the u.s because we're terrible um but there's one in loma linda california which is crazy because I lived near there. You I'm did? Gonna, I wanted to look up how You're far kidding. that was from my house. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. So apparently there, <laughs> while you're looking that up, the the reason, like a huge reason why it's a blue zone is because there's a massive population of Seventh-day Adventists there. Wow. Yeah. Wait, that's a religion. A church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And so they're just a very religious community? Yeah. And they're, again, like like we talked about before, like a lot of times church is a great way to you know socialize and connect with people and have that support group and for them they're like so so invested in it and Mm. so strong there um that's incredible 38 miles 38 miles from where you live very close to it 38 miles dang i was just out of the border we're so close to the blue zone girl you could taste it years that's funny okay so in loma linda california they actually use their gym memberships and they stick to exercise regimens, which is huge. And one of the biggest things that they do there is pickleball. It's like a huge pickleball playing population. That's where I need to retire. I guess. I, mean, I love yeah. pickleball actually. You do. So you fun. do love pickleball. But I know it's just kind of crazy thinking in most of the U.S. like gym memberships, they really just like mm-hmm. make so much money on people oh. who don't even go to the gym every day. I'm a prime example. Or every week. Like I, yeah, I've gone weeks without I, using my gym I'm membership. I'm pretty sure the last time I went was in October. Yeah. But do you have a gym membership? <laughs> I have a membership. So I've used it since October. Okay. Yeah. Like See, like months. it just goes unused. Um, yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> um, so one of the people that he was interviewing basically said something like along the lines of like you in order to like have this longevity that you want you need something to live for you need someone who needs you 
so you need to feel needed you need to feel like you're doing something that's like helpful to people you need that purpose and building a community around an active lifestyle is key so the seventh day adventists they do that they stick together on a doctrine of health they have pillars that lead to godliness and one of them is being physically active yeah another pillar is volunteering so being god's feet and to serve as he would so that's giving them purpose um and like statistically people who volunteer have better memory and better social connections and at higher levels of happiness i think probably because of i mean the purpose it gives you volunteering and just helping feeling needed mm-hmm. feeling useful i think maybe that's partly why i mean it could be partly why nursing homes are so difficult because it feels like you're not needed yeah you know that's an interesting thought and I totally I could totally see how that can be it because that the reality is like all those people feel yeah kind of like yeah no one cares you know right like I'm just here so that I'm not a burden needs me no one wants me yeah yeah that's That's so so sad I need to go visit some (laughs) people I I know we have a nursing home like when you ex the cul-de-sac really like super close it's across the street like you pass it to come in here you should go over there should just start talking to some people (laughs) we should go another pillar that the seventh day adventists believe in is the importance of good nutrition so a lot of them are i think it it's all vegetarian they're completely vegetarian Hmm. so they have very well balanced vegetarian meals in fact the people in loma linda california they started a vegetarian food company in 1905 and the market there is still very largely plant-based wow yeah I do not know that. That's really I cool. I know. Like, kind of random, but super kinda cool. Random, but, yeah, um, apparently, fruit reduces the risk of lung cancer, and having a handful of nuts on a regular basis gives you three years of longer life hmm. because they reduce cardiovascular disease, and eating beans often reduces the risk of colon cancer. Wow. Isn't it crazy? Like, literally, you are, like... They, you know, they say this phrase, you are what you eat. Yeah. But like you eat and you put good food in your body, you'll feel so much It'll better. Take care of, yeah. It literally will say it will give you longer life. Yeah. For eating a handful of nuts every once in a while. That's <laughs> like crazy. Literally a handful of nuts and like, you'll have three more years. That is wild. That's like, yeah. When I heard that, I was like, no freaking way. That's like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Just as like simple so changes. Small. Yeah. You can make. Yeah. But because it's so small, I feel like it makes it like maybe harder to do because it's just such a small thing you don't think it's going to make a huge Mm -hmm. difference but little by little one thing that we learned from Loma Linda's Blue Zone is that the importance of having the right tribe so contentment people who attend spiritual services more than once weekly can get an extra seven years of life expectancy so being part of a faith-based community and showing up is important It reminds you of your sense of purpose. It reminds you to keep up with your health regimen. And, I mean, we've heard it once. We'll hear it a million times. You are who you hang out with. Yeah. Like, you're like a summation, basically, of... The people you surround yourself with. Yeah. I watch... I finished episode two of the docuseries. And I go on to episode three. It talks about two more blue zones. You should totally watch it. The other blue zones are Nicoya, Costa Rica, and Icaria, Greece. Um, and it's so cool it kind of gives like the same types of points just that community is really important having a purpose is important eating well is important and um, in episode four it continues the same story 
Um, but okay, I have to read this crazy story that it shares at the beginning of the episode because it's like so impactful. So there's this guy, this man who lived on Icaria, so in Greece. His name is Stamatis Mor- Moraitis. I'm so sorry. Moved. He moved to the U.S. Um, as a young man. He married a, a Greek American woman. They had kids. Lived the American dream. At age 66, he was diagnosed with terminal lung cancer, and he would probably be dead in six months, like from that day that he was diagnosed. And so he decided to move back with his family, um, with his wife, to Ikaria to spend the rest of his life. That's just where he wanted to be buried. And so he moves back, starts breathing the air, drinking the Ikarian wine, and he reconnects with his friends, and he plants a vineyard on his land and a quote from it is that like from what he said he said I'm not going to be alive to see these grapes but my wife will and my wife will think of me when she sees these grapes and it was just like made me want to cry anyway but 35 years later he's still harvesting grapes and when asked what his secret was he says I guess I just forgot to die and the point that basically this guy was making is that the only change he made was his environment. That's crazy because it really goes to show like your environment mm-hmm. changes everything. Like, and I feel like that just goes for like normal day to day. Like if yeah. you're unhappy in a job or yeah. where you're living or, and I know it's not as easy as like, you can't just like get up and leave sometimes, but yeah. like it does, like if you work towards changing where you're at in life, it could make you so so substantially more happy like yeah. and that just shows to that and it can improve your health too like i mean it was you know the air he was breathing the community he was around suddenly mm-hmm. it was so different from america and you know he reconnected with his friends and it just it added literally 35 that's years insane. to his life that's insane he had lung cancer he was terminal and he's he's still going yeah this wow. crazy. That's incredible. I know. So this guy, by the way, it's it's Dan Butner. That's the like interviewer. He took ideas found in all of these blue zones. He kind of like sums them up to apply them in a community in America who needs it. So he wanted to see if he could create a blue zone, basically. And so they picked a population, a city um, that had a population of 18,000 people. So pretty small town. Um, it made it more doable. And it was in Albert Lee, Minnesota. And so they started off, the city was all on board, and they had everyone take what is called the true vitality test to just see, like, the average, like, life expectancy of everyone. And so they started applying things little by little. So what we know so far in this docuseries, what we've learned is that Blue Zone communities eat wisely, move naturally, they have the right outlook on life and they know how to connect with people. And so what he did was he created moais, so groups to walk together, like groups that needed, like could support each other. Um, and he assigned people to just be together and to walk together for the next 10 weeks. And nearly half of these friendships lasted, like after the experiment. It's like crazy. And he also created more volunteering opportunities for people in the community. 
and he they implemented like healthier food in grocery stores healthier food in restaurants and they even like changed the streets of the town to become more walkable and so people spent more time outside they created bike lanes and walking paths and they made it so that anyone could walk downtown if they wanted to that's incredible like just like the little simple changes of like changing how you eat walking like the you know the little things we always hear like hey like these are good to do just little things like that can increase your life expectancy oh yeah it's like small changes and you you don't think it's going to be a big thing but at the end of the experiment so after about a year they learned that so the goal was to add two years to everyone's life they added 3.1 and so it was even more like impactful than they thought it would be just making those small changes (laughs) literally makes me want to change my entire life I'm like okay I (laughs) guess I'm going on walks every day now (laughs) that's incredible um so basically yeah keep going on your hot girl walks but take a buddy take somebody who you can kind of rely on and for support well and then also like that friendship you know like kind of I guess that's what you're supporting in one another that community creating friendships not isolating yourself like all Mm -hmm. those things kind of add up to each other if you're you know out doing things being positive like that is incredible that that those simple things like simple life changes can affect your expectancy in life yeah no it's so crazy it was honestly such an uplifting series to to listen to and to watch and it just like kind of restored my faith in humanity a little bit you know because you hear about so many bad things online like that happen to people or that Mm -hmm. people do and it was just like really really just wholesome wholesome I love that well that was and so interesting so intriguing like you know I've never heard of blue zones until you mentioned it to me for the first time and I hope that everyone is so intrigued with this episode and I feel like you know I guess I didn't expect to like leave the episode feeling like inspired but I do (laughs) feel inspired I'm like oh like I want to make these changes like if I want to be happy like the simple changes in life can actionable actionable for sure I'm I'm spent. That's all the knowledge I had, you guys. <laughs> Dr. Sabrina came and delivered. And I would like to relinquish my PhD because now I know nothing more than the rest of you. <laughs> She's an expert in all blue zones. Yeah. Well, guys, that was incredible. Thank you so much, Sabrina, for sharing. We really appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. And <laughs> if you if you really liked learning about Blue Zones or if you think we're funny, <laughs> go ahead and hit five stars in the rating on Apple Podcasts. Or if you're listening on Spotify, hit five stars. Um, if you don't think we're funny, just I don't know why you're listening to us. Yeah. you just don't get real humor yeah clearly (laughs) clearly and then also if you would like to follow us on our instagram that is where we post all the updates when episodes go live if we're doing story episodes we're looking for submissions then make sure to go follow us there it's on instagram golden gossip podcast and thank you guys so much for tuning in this week we will see you guys next week and stay stay golden bye. bye